everyone. It is Dave and Jeff. It is December 13th, 2023. Jeff, I want to mention our good friend, Brian Curry. Right now, you drive around different neighborhoods, and you're seeing the lights everywhere. Yeah. Go, man, Christmas time's almost here, and look the way people decorate their houses. Speaking of houses, man, some of them, some of these neighborhoods are so nice. Brian Curry is the guy to help you get into the neighborhood of your dreams. If you're looking to sell your home and move into a different home, Brian Curry is the guy, of course, you want to talk to. Brian's number, again, is 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. Uh, Brian and I have a new uh, business. We're excited. We only have 12 nice. days to make it happen. And uh, and Dave, you mentioned, you mentioned the lights. And man, oh man, the, the one thing about San Diego, we have a handful of neighborhoods that, that jump in around the holidays and the lights go up and it's festive. Yeah. Chula Vista. Right over here, right? Candy Cane Lane. Yeah. There's a great one in East County over in El Cajon. There's another one further up in East County, kind of by Scripps Ranch. And uh, Brian and I have been looking at this for a couple of years. And we finally are making it happen. We've only got about 12 days to put it together, but we're excited. And what we're doing, Dave, is we're driving through all of those neighborhoods. Okay. And you know what happens? You drive through, man, everybody feels great. There's just kind of that chill in the air. You maybe see baby strollers. You see the dogs. You see the lights. And then all of a sudden, you just see that one house not participating. <laughs> and yep. it, uh, it kind of takes the wind out of your sails. Well, Brian Curry and I are, are taking care of it. And what we're doing is we rented a big flatbed truck. And I personally paid for a hundred Brian Curry signs. Yeah. And we're driving neighborhood to neighborhood. And just if that house right there isn't participating and don't tell me, Hey, we don't do this. We don't do that. I get it. There's a lot of things I don't do, but I still participate because I'm a team guy. You're not a team guy. Guess what this noise is. That's me pounding the for sale sign in your front yard. You're, you're out. <laughs> Gotta go. So if you have, a house in your neighborhood not participating. Look, it might just be three houses. We don't yeah. discriminate. Could be three houses. The two bookend houses participate. The guy in the middle. Yeah. Uh, you know, money's. Uh, hey, we don't give a shit. <laughs> we don't give a shit. You're out. <laughs> You're out. Take it somewhere else, flat ass. <laughs> not on our dime. And so we're excited. It's it's Brian and I's chance to give back to the community. So nice. if you've got somebody that wet blanket, I just, I don't like the traffic. You're going to break that mic. <laughs> I'm not going to break the mic. It's fine. Is it still working? Hello. I hope so. Base mic check. One, two, one, two. Mic's about $700. Oh, sorry. I feel like Joe Torrey. <laughs> Who was it? It was uh, Fergosi. Oh, yeah. All right. I won't do that anymore. But you got the point. That's us pounding it in. Brian Curry and I making your neighborhood the better neighborhood. There you go. Brian and Dan Williams working together. Look, right now it is an interesting time when it comes to home buying. You hear all the time, get approved, not just pre-qualified. Understand the the dynamics of what it goes into being a home buyer. Dan can help you out. And Brian, of course, working with him. Man, they're doing the good things and get you in the right neighborhood. At the same time, if you already own a rental property and you're looking to get the most for it, make sure you call Dan Williams. I think you'll open your eyes up to something that might be even better to put a lot more money in your pocket. Call Dan Williams at 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. I uh, got a call from a friend of ours who lives in Elko and said, you know what? I'm thinking about buying a rental property, and what I'd like to do is keep it for six months, sell it, 
and then buy four rental properties in Maui. No, that's not how it works. Jiminy Cricket. We told you. We're going east. Dan talked about Detroit. Yes. Not necessarily downtown Detroit, but like any state, there's no nice parts of any area. But we can't upgrade. We can't sell in Poway and then all of a sudden have four rental communities in Bel Air. Exactly right. Good thinking. You're still Poway. But it's all about the cash flow, Dave. Man, oh man, this time of year, doesn't it feel like every time you look up, less money is coming in and more money is going out? Dude, go to a grocery store. The price of everything yeah. is crazy. Well, I mean, last night, as you know, Tuesday night and Thursday nights, I do the same thing every time. I drive right down to Ruth's Chris downtown. Yeah. I get that corner booth. It starts with uh, the robe. Yeah. I get a couple of uh, dry martinis. I do the uh, steak and shrimp, the creme brulee. Buddy, that used to run me about 149. <laughs> now it's up to about 175. Eventually, yeah. that's going to catch up, but I'm going to have to say no mas in tribute to the great Roberto Duran. But the guy who's helping me with the cash flow is Dan Williams. Yes. When people see Dan, you know, they say, what's up, cash money? And they can start saying that to you, too. But you got to make that phone call and probably get the hell out of El Cajon. But give Dan a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. There you go. Say, uh, hey, cash money. <laughs> Dave and Jeff sent me. The one thing about Dan that kind of, I don't know if it's, he just says it with me. Does he do this with you? When you call Dan, does he answer the phone with what's popping? And I'm like, I'm like, God dang it, Dan. <laughs> no. That doesn't sound professional at all. Oh, Dan and I, Dan's family. It's the best. What's popping? He never once said that. It'd be great if he did, though. <laughs> he doesn't answer in jello. <laughs> he doesn't do that either. Oh, my gosh. All right, there you go. Again, Brian Dan will keep you in good hands. All right, I wanted to ask you, first of all, because I brought this guy's name up to you a couple weeks ago, and right. I think we're all in, right, on, on Jung Hoo Lee. I wasn't. You were not in no. on him? I thought I was in. I was like, dude, anything that looked like Ichiro? No. Got a little bit of speed I, and center field and look, I'm not, Hassan I, Kim's friend, the whole deal. I, I'm going to be careful how I say this because okay. it's not like – I, I think you had me way overhyped on this guy for about six months. Okay. You definitely were excited about him. I was. You've talked about him on this show for a long time, even though none of us knew his name. But you were saying there's a guy coming from Korea to keep an eye on. That's, that's to replace him. Grisham. Yeah. And no, I wasn't. I, I get it. He had the broken ankle and his numbers weren't. Uh, what they had been the year before. Yeah. But I think we saw it with Hassan Kim. Takes a little while for the KBO yeah. to make the adjustment. Yeah. The second thing that we saw was that Hassan Kim had told Lee how to change his swing to make it more efficient for the majors. But no, Dave, what, what did he get? Six years, 18 million? No, more than 18 million. No, I'm saying 18 a year. Oh, yeah. 18.8 million a year. So he's six years, 113 million yeah, overall no. with opt outs. I, it, look, he'll be whatever he wants to be. It's the one thing we preach all the time. It's yeah. smart money. To me, you can bring that contract up. You can bring Seth Lugo up. To me, the Seth Lugo contract felt exactly like the Padres of 2009 or any other year you want to uh, plug in. 
Were they overpaid for a guy, gave him extra years? The guy of Seth Lugo goes to Kansas City, has a nice solid 12-9 year, 3.78 ERA. Neither one of those impacted me in the yeah. slightest. Got it. No, it's a smart money. I just, no offense to so, those guys, but that's not, when you have a limited amount, even as limited as $60 million may be, Yeah. I don't need him paying 18 for Lee, and I don't need him paying 15 for Seth Lugo. Yeah. I think this market will level out. I think there's a lot of guys out there, outfielder-wise, that could probably come here and be affordable. And maybe you find some guys. You know who I wish they'd chase, Dave, to play center field? That's what I was going to ask you next. Michael A. Taylor played for the Twins last year. Played solid, played center field a lot because Buxton's constantly hurt. I think he hit like 23 home runs. He played a great center field. The He's guy one of can the run. And, and Been around for a long time. Nationals, Royals, Twins. It. Yeah. Immaculate grid guy. I think he's 31. Yeah, great okay. immaculate grid guy. But if you, could, if you could tell me Taylor at 21 or Lee at 18, I'll yep. take Taylor at 21. So, okay, so if you look at that situation there. Now, this is why I think a lot of Padre fans are, are stressing out. It's only December 13th, exactly. first of all. I tell everyone, calm down. There's only a couple teams who are actually making moves right now. Yeah. Only a few. Out of the 30 teams, only a few are actually making moves. The only thing about the Padres, we really don't know the financial situation. Correct. Right? I mean, there's so many things. Look, whatever you knew before, things are different. Peter's gone. Mm-hmm. things are different. I, I don't know. So I can't say the Padres are broke. I can't say the Padres aren't doing this. The Padres aren't doing that. There's a shitload of teams not so, doing anything. When did they sign Waka last year? Yeah. And and so right now I understand the stress because you're looking at the team up the freeway mm-hmm. where it looks like, holy cow, they're going to get everything that they need to take care of done by December 15th. But they still need to fill pitching. They do. Oh, they do. The but thing they're is in they're, a different financial situation. 100%. They're in a different, different financial situation and they will be. Yeah. And look, for last year, they didn't do jack shit. For the last few years, they let Seager go and Trey Turner. You don't compare yourself to the Dodgers, except when you're on the field. That's the only thing that matters. Financially, you knew that this thing was going to turn around. Mm -hmm. But as Padre fans, I don't think people need to worry the way they're worrying right now. There's there's so much stress of what's happening. But if you look around the other teams, look, the Chicago Cubs aren't doing shit either. No. You know, the Giants aren't really doing shit. They got one guy that I think, as you said, overpaid for because they felt like, hey, we better do something fast. Yeah. Just to make it look like we're proactive. Well, and and if you saw what Buster Posey said today, you were just in San Francisco. I was yeah. just in San Francisco. The perception of the city is impacting their ability to draw free agents. And I absolutely get it. When I you agree. go downtown and you go to Union Square or even I was in Pacific Heights, man, you're in that area. Ken Rosenthal talked about it tonight. It's not what it used to be. Couldn't agree more. And and the and maybe that's why they overpay for Lee. Yep. But I mean, when Buster Posey's telling you that that he sat in on the meetings, he sat in on both meetings with Otani, and he's a part of it. And that team's in his blood. Man, I get it. And I'll probably go back up there this summer because my sons want to go back. They yep. loved it, but. But different areas there, that city has definitely changed. And when Buster said it today, it's easy to agree. But, Dave, I was looking because uh, my son is a diehard Padre fan. Yep. Same with mine. And he's a very funny Padre fan because he has determined today and the entire roster set and we're fifth place 
and everything's being sold off. Okay. Nobody hits the panic button faster than my dopey kid, which is pretty funny. Okay, we got to turn this game off for jinxing them. They're up to nothing. Yeah, then we jinxed them. I know. I should have listened to you. You're brilliant. So well You're lately. brilliant. Okay, you happy? <laughs> no, it doesn't sound sincere at all. Um, but so we went through yesterday and started looking at a bunch of different guys. And when you look at, there's about 25 outfielders yeah. that are out there that could be very similar to what Michael Waka and Seth Lugo were for pitchers. And they're guys from Lourdes Gurriel, Teosco Hernandez, Hunter Renfro, Michael Taylor. Like, there's a bunch of different guys that come in. Tommy Pham was good in Arizona. Dude, Tommy Pham is another guy that I put out there. I don't think he'd come back here, but yeah. Are you sure? God, dude. People like Erica booed the fuck out of him, made fun of him. God. Ruined it. That's what you get for being a bully. That's really great. Shit. Dude, Dude, if Pham came back... Seriously, fam had a great year for the Diamondbacks. Yeah. And and brought a little bit of attitude to this team. And probably wouldn't cost you enough. If you went out and got fam and Michael A. Taylor and re-signed Waka, dude, all of a sudden you're not in a, a bad spot. Let me throw this one at you for, uh, and I know Manny has to DH the beginning of the year. Sure. They need a left-handed bat. Definitely. Right? Would you take Jock Peterson? No. Would you take... Uh, Trying to think who else you would take. God dang, Talese just signed. I know in Pittsburgh for nothing, for but like Talese, three million. Yeah, and and Talese does have power. I know he's yeah. a big goofy dude and everything else, and he's funny as shit. He's like Vogelbach. I got it. But dude, he's gonna hit over twenty home runs for yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, he signed for nothing. Yep. Uh but, but you no. need a left-handed bat. Yeah, need a, probably a couple. Need left-handed arms too. Yep. But no, I wouldn't do that. I'm not a Jock Peterson fan. But but I just think there are guys that are out there that could come in. And I read the New York Post every day. Read it every day. And the feeling is from more and more that I read as they break down the Soto trade. And boy, everybody's in panic because Soto would not commit to a contract extension. Who could blame him? But they continue to bring up the arms that they gave up. Yeah. And I think probably if you're the pods, maybe they're looking at it like we got our four, we got our five, we probably got a couple of sixes in there. So we probably just need a solid three. Somebody to be a solid three and then king of four and then one of the other guys, uh, right? Yeah. I don't know. But but for me, Dave, I, I'm just playing it out. Catching is set. The Corona Ward thing is still interesting. Do they move him and go try to get another first baseman? We know who's out there who probably wouldn't cost you a lot of money. Play first base, Brandon Belt. I mean, oh, fuck, dude. I don't want Brandon Belt. Dude, I'm just saying there are different guys out there. You want CJ Cron? You want one of these guys? I would take CJ before yeah. I would take Brandon Belt. Yeah. But I'm just saying, there's guys out there that aren't going to cost a yeah. ton of money to come back as long as you don't give them a Hosmer deal. <laughs> right? But, um, no, I, I think they start, I think it'll be pretty methodical what they do, and then all of a sudden there'll be two or three pieces that fall into place. 
So real quick, I want to go back to what you said about the Giants. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, for anyone who has not been to San Francisco in the last year or so, I think you'd be shocked. Yeah, uh, you know, I was Sad. there. As I said, I was there in September. You were there July this summer, and I tell you, I was in New York City in July. I felt safer in New York City by far than I did in San Francisco or Funny, Oakland. I, the Bay Area is a fucking mess right now. It's yeah, really bad. I was in New York about a year ago, again, just for a yeah. couple of hours, but I was right in Midtown Manhattan. Yeah. I was on the subway for an hour each way to spend 45 minutes in, in the city. Literally, we were told, do not get on the BART. Do not walk yeah. the streets. Take an Uber everywhere, almost right to the front door of wherever you're going. And a lot of that was Oakland. In San Francisco, though, we were yeah. told the same thing. Like yeah. it, it was like, get to your hotel. You're going to get robbed. Yeah. We heard that. We kept hearing that over and over again. Yeah. I was like, San Francisco, what the fuck happened? You and I were there for Super Bowl 50. It doesn't seem like that long ago. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I never once felt like I was in danger. No, I went up there a lot. And yeah. Yeah. We were there for 50. And then was there with Jack and Cade, probably on their mom in like 2016. Yeah. It's fine. I wouldn't, uh, honestly, God, if I was a, a pro baseball player, that wouldn't be my choice as a free agent either right now, the way things yeah. are in that city. I understand it 100%. Yeah, I mean, the, the A's aren't chasing anybody, yeah, so it, they don't have to worry about it. It's a shame because, again, it's California. You know, the weather's decent. It's not. Mm-hmm. I know it's not Southern California, but it's California. It used to be, you know, not that long ago, the most expensive place in the United States to live. Yeah. And now it just feels like it, it doesn't feel like what it should feel. You know, when you say I pay taxes and I live here and this is a golden state, the whole deal, it is, it's not appealing right now. Uh, what do you make, uh, what do you make of what San Diego state pulled off today? As far as getting a quarterback? Yeah. Good. I mean, they need something, right? And they're bringing safeties in and making them quarterbacks. No, it's, it's true. It's and a it's, long road, man, for this, this school. It is going to be, but, but I think Tom Krasvick, Wrote a pretty interesting article in the Union Tribune today. And I was talking to my brother about it tonight because my brother and I were watching Colorado every week. Yeah. And my brother said, you know, Dion kind of fucked over Sean Lewis. Dion fucked over a lot of people. He did. He did. Go back to what I said week one. I was not a Dion fan. Dion's about Dion. Yeah. And. And this kid, Danny O'Neill, had committed to Colorado, was going to Colorado, decommits, was down to Northwestern Florida, or Miami, yeah, Northwestern Miami and San Diego State, and he comes here. But I think the thing Kraz wrote today, which was pretty interesting, was that when Lewis was a head coach, where, Kent State? Wasn't it yes. Kent State? Yes. Offensively, they were running plays every 17 seconds. Yep. And he wrote... That in a 30-minute practice, they ran 115 offensive plays. Look, I have no idea how that's going to work. I'm very happy that our friend Ryan Lindley stays on the staff. But I'll, What's his role? I have no idea. Uh, he's like working on the offense. coach or offensive yeah. assistant? Yeah, he's staying. Okay, good. Lewis is going to call the plays. But, I mean, if they're coming out, and and firing like that, and now you've got this kid, Danny O'Neill, who's going to graduate high school early and will be here for spring football and ready to go. Yeah, three-star quarterback, dude. It's a it's a great first step, and I, I was I very critical, very critical. Nobody gave a shit, dude. I, hey, we'll give him credit where credit's due. And if you're coming out and running an offense like that and and putting some points on the board, 
Dude, people will buy in pretty quickly around here. A couple things. One is when you put an offense like that together, it means the players have to be in tremendous shape. People yeah. don't care. You're sitting in your seats. You aren't getting tired. Let's no. go. It's yeah. like Paul Westhead when he used to have that right. crazy offense. Uh, Most Davis, run and gun. Yeah, and it's like, what did uh, Nolan Richardson used to call Arkansas, Arkansas 40 minutes of hell in basketball, remember? Yeah. But you got to be in shape and you're ready to go. It's going to be at least exciting. This is where San Diego State needs to fix things first, in my opinion. Going forward, they got to find a better schedule. Yeah, I understand you're in a shitty conference, but when you aren't in your conference, you got to play a better schedule. Yep. And as much as we used to complain when we wanted San Diego State to win every game 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 25 years ago, I'll say. Sure. When they used to put Michigan on the schedule or Ohio State, we're like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? USC. But, dude, I'm telling you, you do need at least one of those games. Yeah. You, you aren't gonna. You aren't trying to go undefeated to be in the in the you know the playoff. That's not where San Diego State is. But you can't play. You know, our sisters are the sissies. No, so now they get Oregon State or yeah, well, one, I got well, it. yeah, one of the shit teams of the pack. Stanford, two. but yeah. they get Stanford sucks. I got it, but I'm saying it's it's a step up from Texas A and M Commerce, who's yeah, the first home game. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Nobody even knows where that is. Fuck no. But at least for today, if somebody give you a resume. So where did you go to school? Texas A&M Commerce. Get the fuck out. Come on. Just made that up. Ooh, AI write this for you? Get the I'm fuck out of here. Not even, we, don't, we don't charge to park, but we are today. <laughs> um, Ernie, but no, get him. Come on, Ernie. fuck are we doing here? Training people? Um, but I don't know. I just said, look, man, that, that caught my eye. And you go, all right. Good. And he's going in. He's Look, he closed it. It's better than you were a month ago. Better than you were yesterday. True. And and if you're going out and drafting guys that are just, or drafting guys, recruiting guys that are just speed, yep. I mean, God damn, sorry, Ryan Lindley, that offense the last four years has been so brutally boring. Yes. And if you're coming out and flying around, I don't know offensively what their skill set's going to be. I have no idea what they're going to look like defensively. But if you're, if you're coming out and running plays every 17 seconds... And throwing it around, man, that that's old school Air Coriel. Change would, ticket prices next. They have to. They have to figure something out and get people in and then play the old bait and switch, right? Yeah, exactly. Get, get you in, like but, you said, make it an event over there. But it's not an event yet. They got a quarterback, and that's fun, but he hasn't even taken the snap yet. But it was fun yesterday driving by there. I had to go by there. Did you? And I looked up on the board. And they were flashing different uh, faces. Good. And they were doing, it was uh, commitment day. Yes, exactly. But, but no, good for, the, good for the new staff to get that. That's a good one. That's a good starting point. So I had been incredibly critical saying, hey, it's not often you get a guy that was demoted as an offensive coordinator, but he went out and closed the quarterback. So credit to him for getting it done. All right, speaking of, of Dion, for me, I compare Dion to the same opportunity that Lincoln Riley had when he went from Oklahoma to USC, mm. meaning, all right, you're getting all these guys that are transferring over. They're your guys. It's your team. You're making big money. You're the face of the, basically the franchise. And Dion shit the bed. Lincoln Riley at least had a very successful first season. Dion, it was, it was terrible. It did oh, not, wait, they it, won one game last year. He, he beat that by 400%. Dude, come on. That's nothing. Compare, then I compare you to Lincoln Riley. Same conference, same cheating, same bullshit of getting everyone to transfer over. Oh, you, you can't compare Lincoln Riley to Dion. Why can't I? Because of the tracker to Lincoln Riley coming in from Oklahoma. Hold on. That's not what Dion said. 
What did Dion say? I'm coming in, and guess what? Dion called his shot. He didn't follow through on his shot. Didn't even make it to a bowl game. This is Dion talking. This isn't me talking. This is what Dion said we were going to see. Dion lied to you. Doesn't matter. Well, Dion didn't to me. say I don't give him a fuck. He lied to all of us. He didn't say he was getting four wins. Basically, I'm running the table because yeah. I, I handpicked my guys. But they like he him didn't up pick, there. He didn't pick an offense or defensive line. That's where yeah. football's all about. He didn't protect his own kid who ended up with a broken back. Well, they uh, San Diego State got the Colorado offensive line coach too. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth. Look, here's the deal. I don't know if that guy's good or not. All those guys right. were 180 pounds for Colorado. Yeah. Dion completely went for the skilled guys. Yeah, he year two will be a big year for Prime. Boy, I tell you what, I don't think uh, I don't think he turns it around. Well, I will say this: I was a huge fan until I saw the clip that came out this week, and it was a kid that had played there. Yeah, and had been instructed to go into the transfer portal. Now, again, this is the young man's version of the story, but I don't know why he would lie, especially on camera. And he said he was brought into a room with uh, Dion and his position coach. And the position coach tells him, hey, we're, we're taking back your scholarship. And Dion looks at the coach and says, tell him why. And so the guy says, look, you're not fast enough. You're not good enough to play in this program. Young man said he got up. He shakes the position coach's hand, thanks him for the opportunity, goes to Dion to shake his hand, and Dion ignored him. Wow. Dude, that's, that's horseshit. If that's true, yeah. If that's true, that's horseshit. Yeah, it's bad. So we'll see. But who gives a fuck? I mean, it was a fun dude. It's such a twenty-four hour news cycle. Uh, I'm worried about. I do love the fact that USC went and cherry picked the defensive coordinator from UCLA. Anybody who watches those two teams, because you can pay them at USC, you can't pay at UCLA. Yeah, they know there's a clear difference. If yeah. you have the opportunity, Chip Kelly would leave to be tight ends coach yes, at okay. USC before being head coach for UCLA if given the opportunity. He'd be, yeah, he'd, UCLA can't compete. No. And so that was good. But Lincoln Riley's got some work to do. So I'll, I'll worry about USC and let Colorado figure out their own bullshit. When it's all said and done, does USC take a step back going into the Big Ten? Does this hurt them? Was this a bad move? Not financially, but just a chance to win and compete. Be interesting to see. I mean, if Lincoln Riley finally, I mean, getting rid of Grinch makes a huge impact defensively. I mean, I don't know. I would figure that they should feel like they can play with anybody when he's got his team. Does it make it easier for Michigan, Ohio State to take the California players back because they're in the same conference to say you? Hey, yeah, I don't buy. I don't we're buy be in the that. same conference, but we're going to be going to be in a better program. Yeah, I don't buy that either. I, I, that's what's going to be interesting to watch. That, yeah. to me, that's interesting because USC is the key of this whole move. Yeah, I, I mean, what you think USC is worried about Illinois? They worried about Purdue. They worried about Indiana. No, no you worried about Ohio State, and Michigan. I got it. And but Penn you, State. I got it. But you still had teams in the in the Pac-12 that you would be looking at. You'd yeah, be but looking that, at. But the, my point is, the athletes are on the West Coast. Yeah, and they're going now. You saying, hey, look, you're going to play in the same conference anyway. Yeah. So uh, so now, guess what? You know, hey, here we are, and they've done it before. Ohio State has taken guys like Chris Olave right here from San Diego. Yeah, it's happened. Um, no, I'll can decide. Probably be more. I'd probably be more concerned if I was UCLA than if I'm USC. I think Lincoln Riley, I'll take my chances with him as a recruiter that he can still close guys uh, to bring him here. Plus, NIL numbers are going to be pretty good at USC. They're always going to be good at USC. So, 
Um, but I don't know that I don't know that Chip can close it. Now I think I'll I'll be all right with USC. I don't know how UCLA will be, but it'll be fine. In uh, in basketball, at the same time, it will be interesting to, that, to, that to watch. That gets that really interesting. Yes. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how how this whole thing plays out. I am very very curious. I thought USC literally this year was going to make a run for the college football playoff. That's what I expected. Heisman Trophy winner, yeah. second year. They remember they got as high as what number four or five at one point in the rankings. I think four, and then just completely everything just fell apart. Yeah, fell apart. Uh, again, Riley's arrogance caught yeah. up with them. Um, I do think though, I do think from a basketball standpoint, Dave, I think it'll be tougher for some of the Big Ten schools. I think schools like Minnesota. I think um, a lot of the Big Ten schools are pretty good. I mean, Purdue's good. Illinois is always yeah. good. Wisconsin always plays pretty well. Michigan's always right there. Michigan State's good in basketball. Yeah, but I, I think, I think some of the schools like Minnesota that didn't put a lot of money into hiring a head coach and haven't for a while. I mean, UCLA is coming in pretty good. USC's been pretty good. Um, all of a sudden, you you can find yourself in a pretty big hole if you're not commit committing money. And I, I also think that for football, if I'm PJ Fleck for the Gophers and now I got to play Lincoln Riley on top of right. He, he kind of had an open path the last couple of years. Cause he didn't have to play Ohio state. He didn't yeah. have to play Michigan. He was playing Illinois and Wisconsin and Purdue Michigan state, but now everybody's blended in, but yeah, no, I, I I'm not so much worried about uh, USC as I'm worried about a team like the Gophers and how do they hang with UCLA will be good in basketball and USC, who's good at both. All right, now that we're a couple of years into this thing, where are you at on the whole transfer portal and NIL? Is it a mistake? Is it working right? Yeah, I think it's tough, man. I think it's tough for smaller schools. But it is. To be when, you, when you hear Matt Rule come out and say that a starting quarterback costs you 2 to $3 million, and you find out, I mean, San Diego State's coach makes what? Right. You know what 1. I mean? 1.75. 1.75. I mean, doesn't even make what a college quarterback makes. But I don't think we're naive enough to think there wasn't something going on. But there was a penalty before. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just out there. I mean, Texas A&M went crazy but, a couple years ago. But San Diego State. And then guys coming out saying they never got paid the money they were promised by, yeah. by Jimbo. Oh, yeah. You know, Jimbo, remember they signed all these five-star guys like Texas A&M getting the best class. How did this just happen? And then they got to Texas A&M and they didn't get their money yeah um no i mean it's so much business right i don't mind it i really don't it, it is what it is i'm not a big transfer portal guy on this to the next year deal like my, my feeling is this if a coach who recruited you leaves yeah not a not an assistant coach a head coach leaves or gets fired then i think you should have a right to take off with no with I no penalty with that. yeah but to just take off year to every year, year is fucking crazy <laughs> It's, yeah, is kind of crazy, right? It almost should be like when a guy, what's the rules for college baseball? If you don't sign as a pro right out of high school, you have to stay for three years. Three years. Three years. Yeah. And, and then after your junior year, you want to try and go pro because you have leverage of, I could go back for my senior year. But once you go back for your senior year, you're fucked because where are you going to go next? You're going to so, get less money. Your, your best chance to bargain of anything is, is to leave after your junior year. So if the portal was you can move once in four years, 
That would change it maybe twice. But yeah, guys are flipping like crazy. Yeah. They probably need to figure out a way to tighten that up a little bit. But overall, I mean, the, the Clemson quarterback is now on his third college this year. Yeah. That's a little <laughs> right. It's a four year situation. It's supposed to be. Yeah. Well, and, and look, it makes you wonder about Danny O'Neill. Yeah. Because he's coming here, but does he come here and shine for two years, one year? And then transfer out to SC. That's a good or point. Transfer out to Arizona State. That's a good point. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, if 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 state becomes a feeder system for these other schools, we haven't really been impacted by it. Yeah. You've seen a few guys go, but I don't know that any of them were a household name. But all of a sudden, if, if Sean Lewis brings in a three-star quarterback and he plays for a year, and then he transfers to Oregon State, yeah. we're going to be like, what? Exactly. You know what? That's a good point. You don't think it's going to be your guy until maybe now. And if you establish a program where guys are coming and playing yeah. and putting up some numbers, but they're not really making that NIL number. Yeah. And then fill in the blank with whoever. That's a really good point. If he comes in and has a great start, he will probably leave. And Right. And, and Sarkeesian calls. I mean, I get it. Yeah, of course. You can go, oh, no, you're, you're 100% right. He's got Arch Manning. It doesn't matter. Yep. Somebody's going to call, and if we don't have a system in place, yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that. No, it's it's, it's a good call. It's Again, it's one of those things that it, I guess it's one of those problems when it happens, you're going to go, shit, it finally happened to us. But that means Sandy gets going yeah, to hurt. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt. I think it's going to shock a lot of people. Just now you saying it, I never thought of San Diego State until right now, but you're right. If things are going well, then that's what's going to happen. Yeah, you'll you'll see yeah. guys get cherry picked. Yeah, it was. Um, I think. I think. Oh, I think you're you're right. You, you're going to be more right. That's the first time I thought about it right there. But in San Diego, as soon as somebody leaves, I fuck that guy. He sucked. That's what we do here. We always say somebody sucked. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you see that video that they reproduced the Jaden Daniels one, the LSU quarterback who just won the Heisman when he left Arizona State? Hmm. how he went into the portal and then he goes into the Arizona state locker room and his teammates are packing up all the shit saying, get him the fuck out of here. He sucks anyway. Wow. And he goes to LSU wins the Heisman. I mean, yeah. it, it kind of sucked to watch man, the way he was treated on the way out the door. But at the same time, Herm Edwards had a bad situation at Arizona state. Yeah. I, I get that though. I get that. If you're a teammate, if yeah. you're a teammate but, and you're in and then, and it's not Juan Soto where you've gotten traded I mean, I guess in a sense it's free yep. agency, but it's not. If you're in it, man, you you know, Dave, because you're around it. And, and Josh would be able to answer it even better. Football's different, right? When you're there in the heat, God, can you imagine what, what summer circuits are like That's for brutal. Arizona State? I think of it all the time when I'm there in June. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do they practice in this? And you go through all of that, you're grinding yep. and you're in it. And then all of a sudden, hey, I'm out. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Bitch. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Look, I'm much more embarrassed by what's happened at USD. What USD with the hazing and all of that with two different lawsuits as yeah. of now. I mean, we learned with Matt Ariza that everything has to play out in court. It's very, very easy to immediately jump to conclusions when everything happens, we learned with Trevor Bauer. Yep. It's very, very easy to jump to conclusions. Arise is different from Bauer in the sense that Arise was always likable. Bauer wasn't. 
But both guys, a lot of us assumed guilty before yep. they were given their day in court. And the guys at USD deserve the same thing. However, when you hear that, it's very, very upsetting. No, and, no. And so. You're right. I don't uh, think the US th- USD thing from the, what I know is not going to go in their favor. This is a bad deal. Yeah. This is a bad deal. The matter rise the thing, just because you brought it up, he deserves a shot. Absolutely. And, and it bothers me. I don't think he's going to get that shot. I don't think an NFL team is going to take a shot on him. It, it sucks. The, this poor kid who was the best kicker in the nation, yeah. who earned a spot with the Buffalo Bills, deserves a chance. And I, it, it, look, I hate to say it too, because I didn't want him even when he signed with the Dodgers. Trevor Bauer deserves a shot with somebody. He does. And I don't know which team would set, would step up. Probably the Reds. But there are a million teams. Yeah, You know what? It's not a bad call. You know, you want to Cy Young with the Reds. But at the same time, you go and look, man, the proof is right there. Yeah. He deserves a shot. But yet, it's probably over for him, too. Yeah. Because you would have to make it over and over again. Yeah. Arise are definitely. Definitely. Disappointing for him. And yeah. Boy, Dave, that's not even strong enough. I mean, that just... Guy, I don't know what the contract was, but the way his name was smeared, and so he 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 and the girl yes dropped both lawsuits against each other. They won't pursue anything. However, I saw today that he can pursue civil a civil suit against the attorney. Okay, her attorney. That's interesting. That's very interesting. I don't know, you know what, what the precedent is for that. Yeah, I will say this. It's, um, I'll just say from our experience, I don't know about you, you and I never even had a conversation about this, but when you and I were out of, you know, a job, also go the first time, when you and mm-hmm. I did our shows at KFMB and we won show of the year and all that stuff and then we're out of a job and I listened to the radio and I'm like, we're better than these fuckers. Whoever I was listening to, it bothered me going out better yeah. than these guys. Matter of fact, has to be watching that if oh, I'm yeah. going, I'm better than these guys. This is, I deserve an opportunity to earn a living doing what I do best. I would just say the difference in those two is we controlled our fate because we elected not to sign a petition to break the union and it cost us our job. Matt Ariza had no exactly say in his fate. And, and for him, it's, yeah, I think it's awful and he should. Now, whether that means he goes to the CFL for two years, I don't know. USFL, right? XFL. I mean, dude, he should be given a chance to go to the NFL. Yeah. He does. And, he and, 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 yeah, I don't know, man. And so, yeah, USD, like I said, what you hear is not good, but, no. but Arise and Bauer have taught us, at least taught me, is hang on. Yeah. Let everybody get their day. Before we before we uh, play judge and jury. Yeah, real quick, I want to touch on something media-wise as far as mm-hmm. the way things are covered. I'm watching a shitload of baseball stuff, you know, trying to, to find out, you know, who's going where, what the rumors are, and you start to get an idea of, you know, who you can trust, who you can't. You realize you can't trust any anyone outside of passing who's not going to sit there and, and report it until it's final. Yeah. You're not going to get burned. I'm listening to the whole Juan Soto deal in New York, and they're saying, what's the deal <laughs> with Juan Soto? Meaning if the Yankees got a big player... Former Yankees show up, like Pettit or Jeter would show up. You know, John Carlos Stanton, the big names show up, and they're going. The reason that no one's making a big deal with Soto with the former Yankees is that all the guys, the brass with the Yankees, are all in Japan talking to Yamamoto. Mm. And I'm like, that's not true. 
He's he's in Los Angeles, you know. Yeah, it, it's it that that story. Oh yeah, he was just a Dodger yeah, Stadium. Yeah, the story is a, a false story. And as a matter of fact, the Yankees were supposedly in Los Angeles on Sunday talking to Yamamoto, but the the excuses are they're in Japan. That's why Soto's not getting the the royal treatment. I think the whole issue is until Soto signs a long term deal, this is what Soto is going to be known. He's a rental. He. he I told you I read the post every day. Yes, that's what I want to know. That's why I'm bringing this up right now to you. I'll just say this. I am really, really interested to see what that dynamic is between player, media, and fans this year. You and I said last week we think he'll handle it. Man, I'm just telling you, whatever it is, five days in, there's already, it's already a lot different than dealing with Dennis Lynn for Juan Soto. Yeah, of course. It's a little different than dealing with Jesse Agler. And, and I don't know if he's going to like it. But the question would be, would he just go next door to the Mets? Does he get out? I, I don't know. I mean, he wasn't going to stay here. No, he wasn't going to stay here. So, he said he's an East Coast guy. He doesn't hide that. Yeah. So you, you, the deal is though with all the media like you're you're hinting at, dude. I hate if you get the reputation of being the guy that's late holding up the buses, the one that can't make it to team meetings, everything else. Dude, they're gonna kill him in New York. Oof. If if they don't win and they're gonna go, this guy right here is not one of us. Dude, they're gonna kill that guy. I'll tell you the other thing, man. That I that I just look if he comes out and he's hitting two ninety and he's got a bunch of bombs and he wins some games. Hey, that Soto shuffle. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Comes out, he's hitting about 240. Yeah. And he he's not really being the electrifying player. And he starts doing the wiggle. Hey, what the fuck is that? <laughs> right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I guess at this point we cheer for Michael King and and Drew Thorpe and and Randy Vasquez, Johnny Brito. And you just hope these guys come in and you go, okay, come in, man. Just come in. You don't have to come in and, and be Blake Snell and win the Cy Young. Just come in and, and make a contribution. And everybody moves forward. Um, I'm but, curious to see what the Padre final product is. I mean, again, it, yeah, I think, everybody calm down. It's December 13th. I'm, I'm really interested to watch day-to-day with Soto. Yes. And and see what what the Yankees are like, what the post is like, and Dave he may just go there and shine. But it seemed. Re- did you watch part of that yesterday? I did. That seemed pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. No. It it, it didn't seem. It, it, no, it's, it, the whole thing. You know, again, following different guys. By the way, I want to see Bellinger in Toronto. That's why I hope he ends up. Yeah. Um. You know, the, the, right now it's between Bellinger going to the Cubs or going what's to the Blue Kiermaier Jays. What's Kiermaier going to get? What's, what's Kiermaier's deal going to be? Yeah, you know, I don't know. Kiermaier can never hit, but he's always considered a great fielder. He's getting older, but it's Kiermaier 31. Yeah. And so, but he's always been a great fielder. If he it's was better than Grisham, though. He does. And he's supposed to be a great teammate. You know, if he was here, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Um, he's a guy to keep an eye on. But yeah, I wouldn't want to see, I didn't want to see Bellinger with uh, the Giants. I don't want to see him in this division. If he goes to the Blue Jays, fine. I don't dislike the Blue Jays. And I think they got a good city, good organization. That'd be cool. I think cool. he ends up back in Chicago. He could end up back in Chicago. The interesting thing is, you know, they got rid of the shift and he had a great year. Yeah. Um, that that miles per hour off the bat that they now judge is kind of nuts. And with Bellinger, it was down four miles an hour. 
Yeah. So when Boris is saying, hey, he's back to his MVP. No, he's not. He's not what he was back to his MVP. He's not that guy. Hey, want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. Again, look, Christmas just around the corner. If you have thought about it or just going over it with your wife and saying this would be great for the family, a pool for the family for Christmas. I tell you what, if I was a kid, it would be the greatest Christmas yeah. of all time. To say that we're getting a pool, Taylor May Pools. Again, Alan Taylor, nobody does it better. Ask about available financing. Alan's number 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. David, so nice. And during the day, uh, when you're out and about, man, it's perfect. And yep. in the afternoon, the last couple of days, as we get ready for fall, well, I mean, we're into fall. We're kind of more into winter. But as the sun goes down, you get a little bit of that chill. Anybody who has the pool in the back, and I know you've got potential issues with heating it, talk to Alan. Yep. He's got options for you. He's got ideas for you. But I, I was saying, I had a friend who had their pool in their backyard, and they, they kept it firing all year. Man, it was so fun this time of year. Pool, jacuzzi, and then you get out, it's like, oh, like polar bear club. <laughs> but even if you don't want to swim in December, man, March is going to be here before you know it, and it's a perfect time to go and get it. Get the grotto. What else do you want in there, Dave? What else do you want? The slide. Dude, that big rock slide is cool as hell. Yeah. Be perfect. And uh, get the celebrity pool of your choice. What I like, though, is when you go to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com, take a look at some of the pools that Alan has built for our neighbors. Take a look at a couple of them, incorporate those ideas, and then that perfect pool will be in your backyard. Absolutely. Kyle Flugers, you want to talk to, of course, when it comes to building websites or repairing the one you have. Kyle, standing by at 619-500-6621. Remember, if you mention Dave and Jeff, you get a 10% discount. Mithril Media is his business name, but again, his number is 619-500-6621. I think the thing that I love the most is the immediate enthusiasm that we hear from people that have taken our advice and signed up with Kyle to redo their website. Exactly. The latest example, my friend Catherine Reed signed up and just loved it because the one thing that Kyle will never do is tell you, I don't think we can make that happen. Yeah. And she said, man, we throw idea after idea at him. He goes, yeah, we can do it. And she said, as great as we visualize it in our mind, Kyle makes it even better. Boy, there's nothing quite like that. And especially this time of year, e-commerce is big. It's huge at the holidays, but really, it happens all year long. Hey, I've got something for you. Call Flugs. Tell them Dave and Jeff sent you. Any of you that get this tonight, Dave, do you you use Amazon every day? Every right? day. Do you use it on your phone? I do. Okay. Tonight, I don't want you to do it now because it can impact the show, but this is absolutely true. I did it. If you're getting the show tonight on Thursday, I don't know if it'll work on Friday, but after the show, Dave... Go into the Amazon app or on your computer. Did Have you heard this? No. And type in, thank your driver. Okay. Thank your driver. And you type that in and a box will pop up. And you hit that box. It's on the Amazon website. And Amazon will give the driver that made your last delivery an additional $5. Oh, cool. But a lot of people are doing it. And hey, some of the guy could be an extra 100 bucks oh, for shit. him. Good for him. So good for Amazon. Yes. Um, I mean, we talk about you want to do it local, but they're doing something pretty cool. So, again, I did it tonight. A bunch of people did it yeah. tonight. It's a limited thing. Go into that search bar. 
Type in thank your driver. A box will come up. You hit that and you'll get a confirmation from Amazon saying the driver who made your last delivery will get $5 at no charge to you. Cool. I, I think that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Good for them. Yeah. I want to mention Bright Bail Bonds. Again, look, it's the holidays. You never know. A little bit of drinking, a little bit of fisticuffs. You never yeah. know what happens. Things get out of hand. All of a sudden, you need a little bit of help. Bright Bail Bonds can help you get out of jail as fast as possible. Faber and Miguel, they know what they're doing. Look, they're the ones that have written more than 20,000 bonds. Make sure you call Bright Bail Bonds if you find yourself in a bad situation. 888-669-0295. 888-669-0295. Online bonding for any of you that are attorneys or if you have that attorney, what that means is incredibly fast ability for Fabian and Miguel and Bright Bail Bonds to get you out. Because I would think, thankfully, Dave, I've never been to jail. I know you've been a few times. Yeah. We don't talk a lot about okay. it on the show. But you know what? I've watched shows where guys got arrested, and it made me uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. When they slam that door shut, bang. Oh, I feel it in my chest. Hi. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm okay. <laughs> but if I was actually there, I may feel it a little bit. And I think the thing that you're going to want is to get out as quick as you got in. That's why you need this number, 888-669-0295. Because, look, you call Dave and go, hey, Dave. Yeah, I just got busted. Okay, I'm right in the middle of watching Real Housewives of uh, where, Dave? New Jersey? Beverly Hills. Uh, But I should be done by 830. Dave, it's 130. You leave me in jail for seven hours? Gotta run. <laughs> click. I like how you click it like it's a landline. Yep, click. You don't even see the phone just button. You just Jeff just literally just hung up on you. Hung it up. Gotta run. Ciao. As our friend Becca said one time, Kyle. <laughs> uh, 888-669-0295. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? December 18th had so many popular birthdays. I had to cut it down. Okay. All right, even that, I think I have uh, five on here. But okay. they're all big-time names. 18th is Monday. Yeah, well, what do you want me to do? I know. I thought it'd be okay. 14th. I don't know what to tell you. Well, there was no one good. I tell you what, it's oh. weird how this runs. There's no one good for there a good are, stretch. Yeah. It's very strange. Like my day when I got Dan Cortez. <laughs> Dan Cortez. What's Dan Cortez up to? I don't know. Just hanging out. Waiting for September 14th. What's Daisy Fuentes up to? Is she your day? No. Or is she my she's day? Not. Just Dan Cortez and Daisy Fuentes was around the same time. She married my new hero, Richard Marks. Oh, that's right. She did. That's not bad for him. Yeah, I was laughing. Brags about it too. He it's in his bio. Yeah, and he tells people off. I married Daisy Fuentes. It's funny. Dude, she looks it. good. Oh my gosh, that's, that's a funny. win for him. Yeah, good for him. All right, here we go. We have five of them. First one's Brad Pitt. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Fifty-eight. Sixty. Damn. Four hundred million. Exactly right. What hey, the fuck? You know nice. too much about Brad Pitt, dude. He was so. Has he ever been better than he was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? That was a great role for him. Man, he was good. He was really good. He got I the thought, Academy Award for that, too, yeah, right? Yeah, he, he was outstanding in that. Dude, that last His scene. kid came out last year and ripped the fuck out of him. What a deadbeat <laughs> daddy is, a piece of shit. Just so, killed him. Who cares what that kid thinks? Brad Pitt's fine. <laughs> Go hang out at your mom's house. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here right now. You want one of these? <laughs> he made it sound like he's gotten a couple of those. Oh, shit. 888-669-0295. <laughs> Serving all jails in Southern California, 
kids are annoying, but you can't hit them. But if somebody does that, you know, and they end up in jail, 888-669-0295. Next one, Christina Aguilera. Oh, boy, I'm so bad at this. Uh, You get nervous on the girls now. I do, because I've been in a huge slump. 36. 43. Okay, that's good. Hey. You're failing on purpose. I know it. No, I am not. Um. 60 million. 160 million. Whoa. There we go. Okay. This one's big. Steven Spielberg. 78. 77. Okay. Uh, Think big. I know. I'm going to say 850 million. Got to go higher. 1.3 billion. Dude, I'll just give you the answer. 4.8 billion. No shit. Yeah. It's giving a ton of money away, too, to build hospitals and shit. 4.8 billion. Dude, if I had that much money, I'd just get rid of my phone. You trying to buy the pods? No. Let's get rid of my phone. <laughs> That's it. One of your favorites right here. Next two are two of your favorites. Okay. Keith Richards. Oh, my God. The best. 81. 80. Dude. Okay. These numbers are going to be off because he's written every one of those songs of money, in their dude. library. It's a lot of fucking money, dude. I'm telling you right now. Dude, I'm going to say 800 million. It says 500 million. Dude. I, I mean, look at their entire library. Yeah. I'm and they saying. keep touring. They're coming back. Yeah. Well, he can't spend 500 million. I mean, 800 or $500 million, yeah. but it says 500 million. All right. Next one, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Last one of the night. Dude, Stone Cold Steve Austin is freaking great. Uh, He's been that. on the show. He was on our show? Yeah, he was on the show. Dude. Uh, the we... 800 show. He was? Yeah. Fuck. Dude, he is the man. I'm going to say he's 60. Close, 59. 59. Yeah. Dude, uh, I'll say $40 million. It says $30 million. Okay. So Josh asked me today, he probably was going to use it in a question down the line. I'll get upset when I ask you right now. Are you more of a Stone Cold Steve Austin fan or a Goldberg fan? Uh, Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Yeah, we had, had them both on the show. Yeah. Bill Goldberg and I had, uh, we had Bill on and then Bill came in studio for old Clinch Gear Radio. Well, nicest dude, That's man. Cool. Nicest dude. But Stone Cold Steve Austin, have you seen, dude, Pat McAfee, I know he's not for everybody. I like him. I'm, dude, I'm in. He does the funniest fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin impression. And he had Brock Lesnar in. And he and Lesnar were doing it together. <laughs> I don't know why that shit cracks me up. But, like, Flair impressions wear me out because, like, Flair's just worn out. But, um, dude, Stone Cold is just, he does this show on Peacock. I haven't seen it for a while, but he did, like, a podcast, and he'd bring these different guys in. they just sit there and drink and tell. Dude, he did one with The Undertaker. where They just sat there and drank and told road stories. Dave, was so goddamn funny, these guys. Um, I'll, I'll take Stone Cold. Goldberg's a good dude, though. Yeah. All right, San speaking, Diego guy. Speaking of Brock Lesnar, and this is not not giving my opinion or anything. I'll just tell you something to do if you're by the computer. Okay. Type in Brock Lesnar's daughter. Have you ever seen her? I heard about her. She's yeah. incredible, right? You got to you got to look. Dude, is she 245 of muscle or is she bigger? Dude, she looks exactly like her dad. It is yeah. crazy. And crazy. her mom, I think her mom, her mom is, is Sable. Sable, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had to look this shit up. Yeah. Saw it the other day. But she's like a discus. Like she's, they're saying like. She, she can do whatever she wants. Dude, she's like uh, a phenom and they're talking yeah. like she's going to be a favorite for the Olympics. Yeah, I believe it. 
Yeah. I believe it. All right, here we go. Five random questions. This first one that I saw, I've been thinking about it all day since I saw it. Okay. And I'll tell you, I've gone back and forth on this one. I'm kind of curious to, <laughs> to know what direction you go on this. I'm ready. This might be the greatest question ever written. I love it. Would you rather have a black belt in karate or be able to play the piano? Oh, black belt in karate. Dude, who, what am I going to play on piano? Weekend in New England? Dude, what fights are you getting into now? No, I got you to life. You're not getting into any fights. Dude, when that guy told you that guy in Pacific Heights runs over to to have me murder a guy, he gets within two feet of me. I'm just super full Wallace. Kawam! Out. And I just stay there in the post. Oh, my God, dude. You want another? <laughs> you want I, another? By the way, I've never, no offense to anyone that does karate, I've never seen a black belt guy actually kick someone's ass in real life. But Dave, I just. Like, do you ever see that MMA fighter fight the black belt guy? Yeah. And the black belt guy just gets the shit kicked out of him. Has to go dude, to the hospital. I'll tell you the other thing that I'm going to do, because this was my guy when I was a kid. Remember Bill Superfoot Wallace? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So Bill Superfoot Wallace, I think like me, is left footed. And he would lean to his right, and then the left foot kind of comes up at like the hip. And he kind of he kind of yeah. shows it, shows it, and snap! Bag, that'd be me with that guy. And then you hold the pose, Dave. Like this. You hold this. After you want it? You good? You had enough? Yeah. Is, is, is Superfoot dead? No, he's still around. Superfoot Wallace. Got it. How old is Superfoot Wallace? Probably 80. Is it, it going to stay on his tombstone, Superfoot? Yeah. And he holds the pose. That's the thing that I like about all those guys. The, the, the elbow is held at like a 90-degree angle, yeah. right? Like yes. you're in that cast. That's held there. And then the right hand is cocked right about your ear, and it's got a little bit of the hang loose to it. And you're just right there. Me and my buddy, Boom, used to practice this all the time. Hey, you good? Did you get the message? Yeah. Play a piano? Fuck, what am I going to do? Sit there and play Daniel? I don't know. I just think you get more girls playing the piano. Bullshit. All right. You just go right down. If you walked into Nordstrom's, do you think you'd get more girls playing the piano? No. It'd run you out of there. Just sitting there playing uh, Memories by Maroon 5. Hey, asshole. Trying to keep people happy around here. Happy holidays, Andy Williams. <laughs> Fuck no. You go in, somebody just starts acting up, and you just, caca. Hold that post. We all good here? Fuck, you're insane, dude. You're insane. Jesus. You're leaning post. towards piano. I, Fucking Christopher Cross. I'm going to have to come I over think- there while you're getting the shit beat out of you. I didn't even get to the chorus. Hang on, Dave. I got this. Caca. See me in Nordstrom's playing green sleeves, fucking playing piano. Dressed like fucking Buddy the Elf. And I got to sit there and run security so you don't get your ass kicked. Some little kid just comes up and just kicks Wearing you. a yellow Oxford shirt and corduroys. Yeah. Some little kid just comes by and kicks you right in the calf. Hey, ow, that hurt. Are you going to play? Are you going to use the pedals too? You, If I haven't fucking great at the piano, I am. You fucking. It all. What an asshole. <laughs> i guarantee you okay let's go through i'm just gonna give you five random guys okay you tell me black belt or piano okay go ahead uh devin oh he's a black belt yeah he's in and he'll hold the pose 
Uh, Kevin's insane right now. You following him on Twitter? He's, he's so angry. I love him. Guys, I told him he's the in the other forest day. right now, just yelling at trees over a fucking. Uh, I had to tell him the other day. He's taken so much verbal abuse over the years from those nitwits, Laura and Erica, and he continues to be an outstanding citizen. I love him. He's great. Kenyatta. Oh, he's uh, that's a good one. He's a piano, he's a piano guy. guy, dude. He's a piano guy. <laughs> I talked to him today. But he's playing easy. Yeah. yeah. I know it sounds funny. God damn it, Kenyatta. I got a, I got a question about Kenyatta. Go ahead. Finish what you're saying. All right. I'm, I'm trying to change it up so it's a couple of random guys. Uh, I'm going to say, think about guys, uh, Bryce Miller. Uh, Iowa guy. You know what? I'm going to say karate guy. I'm going to say piano guy. I'm going to say he's a karate guy. Glenn Geffner. Oh, he's a piano guy. Fuck, I was going to say Geff's a karate guy. Uh, Roy Robertson. Yeah, boy, he's a piano guy. Yeah, in the kilt. Yeah, it's, come on. Guy does officiates weddings in a kilt. Uh, let's go two more because they both listen. Frank Anthony. Oh, he's a piano guy. Yeah, and the bass. Yeah. And then finally, uh, uh, Pat Gaffey. Oh, that's a good one, too. I'm going to go as a karate guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm He's going to have to clean up Roy and Frank's mess. All right. So, Kenyatta called me today, and uh, he goes, hey, make sure you call Jeff. And I was like, all right, I'll talk to Jeff. I didn't talk to you all day. Yeah. Fantasy football question. We're going to hammer this out in 10 seconds. Yeah. So, if you're out of the league, we have four teams left in the playoffs. Yeah. The guys who don't have games should not be allowed to pick up players. I said, absolutely not. Yeah, you, don't they, come, you don't come in and start dictating rules. If guys are trying to stay competitive. No, to the, no you're out. It's a buy. It's a buy. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying anyone who doesn't play. No, but there's a consolation. Right? No, there's no, it says buy. On the, on, if you go to the website, it says only six teams don't play. Only, four, only uh, the four teams are playing. Oh, but I, consolation does come in. That's not what's on their schedule. Oh, well, if it you, says they, they don't have games, but guys picking up to fuck other guys over. Oh, is I wouldn't ridiculous. do that. Then I, I gave Key a hard time because I thought guys could keep playing to the end. Uh, no, the schedule if, just says bye for everyone who's already eliminated. It says bye. And for us, oh, because you and I are in the playoffs. Then like, my, like then I my, lost Justin Herbert. You're going to take Russell Wilson or any other quarterback might be available. I might be fucked for the playoffs. Oh, uh, then my apologies to Key because I, I gave Key a hard time because I thought everybody keeps playing yeah. all the way through to the end. No, then Key's 100% right. Key, okay. my apologies. Love they, you, brother. They, You're still a piano guy. <laughs> still a, he has no problem being a piano guy. I don't think he need to apologize. All right, next question. Who's the greatest R&B singer of all time? Oh! I bet you and I agree on this one. Oh, I, I'm going to go. Oh, I think I've got. Can I do three? Go ahead. If you got three, go ahead. Oh, hang on. Oh, I may have five. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! I'm an R and B guy. I love Are it. All five guys. You're gonna name. You're gonna name any women? No, that would be a whole different. Okay, there'd be five guys. I could easily do five women. Uh, my five guys in no particular order. Luther. That's my one. Yeah, saw him a bunch of times. Jeffrey Osborne. Yeah. Marvin Gaye. Yes. Smokey Robinson. Yeah. And Sam Cooke. Oh, you, didn't, you left Johnny Gill out. Dude, Johnny Gill's. <laughs> come on. <laughs> That's your guy. I love Johnny Gill. But um, those would be my five. Now, five women would be, uh, Aretha would have yes. to be in there. Yeah. Uh, By the way, on the all-time list, the top two are Luther Vandross and Aretha Franklin. Oh, that's awesome. Aretha, I'd put Gladys Knight in there. I'd put Diana Ross in there. I'd throw in a, a surprise hook. I'd throw in Karen White. Dude, Karen White was 
oh, Karen White was so good. And then who's my fifth one? Uh, my fifth one, dude, there's somebody right there, and I can't think of who my fifth one is. Karen White, for sure. Yeah. Beyonce, Diana Ross. You didn't say Beyonce the first time. Oh, wait. Oh, I'll tell you who I'm putting in. Sorry, Beyonce, you're out. Oh, shit. Queen B. Um, I'll tell you exactly. Rita Franklin. Okay. Diana Ross. Karen White. Gladys Knight. And I'm going to put in Mary Clayton, who's the female voice on uh, Gimme Shelter. Okay. And Over Beyonce? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Dude, Mary Clayton goes in... They tell this story in 20 feet from stardom. The Stones called her. Yeah, you said this one. <clears throat> yeah, she's in Rollers and yeah. comes in. You can look it up. Look up Mary Clayton, Give Me Shelter. And they just played the raw audio of it. She was yeah. pregnant. Wow. And two weeks later, lost the baby. Oh, Christ. I know. That's a terrible story. Terrible. But Mary Clayton was awesome. Who Who do you got? You had Luther? I, I got Aretha and Beyonce are my one and two. One of my favorite songs, and fuck, no one ever talks about it. I have it on my phone. It's uh, Luther Vandross singing with Beyonce, Closer I Get to You. The two be- two of the best voices you've ever heard oh, singing wow. at the same time is, a, is, is an awesome song. At the same time, it's kind of creepy that Beyonce's probably a teenager yeah. when they did it, and Luther's a grown man. Luther uh, Dancing with My Father. Yeah. Written, one incredible song, especially as a parent, written by uh, our hero. Keeps popping back, Richard Marks. <laughs> Keeps popping back. I can't, we can't get rid of When him. you walked in here tonight, did you think you dropped no, Richard Marks' name twice? twice? No. Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. All right, what's your favorite comedy movie of all time? Oh, shit. That's pretty good. Dude, it, it. Slapshot is so great. I love it. But, dude, it, I think it's Step Brothers. Yeah. Step Brothers is great. Wedding Crashers is my number one. Well, dude, Wedding Crashers. Bradley Cooper in Wedding Crashers. I, that guy is so great. Vince Vaughn kills me in that movie. And I've told you, if you can find the DVD and watch the the cut yeah. where, where Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn are commenting, I swear to God, Dave, it's funnier than the actual movie. That's a great one. And walking in that movie, yeah. And how great is Rachel McAdams yeah, in that she movie? she is. Looks better every time I see yeah. her. And he's all mad. Owen Wilson all mad as Vince Vaughn's getting yeah. smoked. Yeah, that's, dude, that's pretty tough to beat. Okay, I like that. All right, would you rather be able to speak Spanish or have a good singing voice? Um, I have a great singing voice. You do have a good singing voice. You always uh, sell yourself short. Uh, speaking Spanish would be great. I'd love to be able to do both, but yeah. I tell you what, I would take singing. I cannot sing for shit. Um, Spanish would be huge, man. You could do. You, I mean, Geff knows you can do. The whole world is your oyster if you if you can translate and do things. Yeah, I'll, I'll say uh, speaking Spanish. If you went to a coach, which could coach you first, Spanish or singing? It would be Spanish, right? Hey, Jeff, welcome to day one. <laughs> Not that coach. We're going to start with uh, some basics. Hola. That means hello. Say it after me. Dave, practice. Hola. Hola, compadre. That means hello, friend. Dude, I would I would go through Spanish with coach. With coach? Oh, my God, man. Yeah. Lobo. 
<laughs> Dude, coach teaching you Spanish. Lobo is bueno. Dogs are good. You like that, Dave? Where's your goofy piss field dog? Get that rat out here. You like that? Oh, my gosh. You know, funny. one time, Dave, I was down Tijuana. And I was down there with Philly Billy. And I said, hey, I'm just trying to order myself a hoagie. And he said, tell the girl, mi lapiz is muy largo. Oh, I said, well, that sounds good. Does that include pastrami? <laughs> and Billy said it did. So I told her, hey, mi lapiz, muy largo. And then I said to Billy later, where's my sandwich? He said, I don't know. You just told you you had a big pencil. <laughs> Dave, leche. Say after me, leche is muy frío. The milk is cold. <laughs> Excuse me, shit I've never used. <laughs> uh, no sardillos, Dave. You know what that means? Means you have no matches. <laughs> so stupid, dude. Dumb. One more? Yes. When I hear this shit tomorrow, when I hear this dumb show tomorrow, I'm going to sit there and think of this. Go ahead. Amigo. <laughs> no grande bolsa. No friend. big bags, my friend. We have no big bags. <laughs> Amigo. <laughs> uh, Vamanos. Get the fuck out, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Dorado, we're closed. Oh, my God. Yeah. I did. So did you think he just ruined Coach's show? <laughs> Tomorrow when he opens up, we're going to be waiting for this. But that's our headline for tonight. Oh, my God. Dude, when coach, you write headlines, Spanish? Spanish lessons from the coach. Okay. We'll have our, oh, got we'll it. Have our, Confuse the fuck out of everybody. We'll have our biggest downloads ever. All right. Got it. Good <laughs> Why? Thank God I didn't go to that fucking thing. He's going to hit me like whack-a-mole next time he sees oh me. Oh, my God. That's so funny. We'll have more Spanish on uh, Sunday. All right. All right. Last last one. If you could change the outcome of one big game, which one would it be? Oh. oh f dude. That's another one where I have a few. Yep. I have a couple. The Immaculate Reception. Yeah. Texas, USC. That was a big one. Uh, the Tuck Rule. Yep. And uh and Vikings Kansas City Chiefs. Fuck Hankstram. <laughs> Fuck Hankstram. For me it's it's one that stands out by far. It's Clemson, Alabama, that illegal pick uh, play. My son's last game in Alabama. That was being in Tampa sucked. Yeah. Keep trying to get out of the traffic with eighty thousand Clemson fans, that sucked. Uh the the Super Bowl here too with the Raiders. Yeah, that sucked. Dude, Ferret Robbins. Yeah. And I was sitting next to Andy Rooney that game. He fucking hated me. Dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say. Dude, I don't even do impressions. I don't know why I started doing Andy Rooney impressions next to him. He got so pissed. Dude, that'd be great. He just cussed me out. Throws a Fanta on you. You think you're the first guy to do this? You fucking suck at it, he told me. Oh, whoa. Yeah. It's a little aggressive, Andy. I was so pissed the Raiders sucked that I just started doing impressions of the guy next to me. That's great. He's like 90. He's so fucking mad. He cussed me out. No joke. Drop bad bombs on me. What those eyebrows look like? Yeah. I don't know. Dude, when, he, when the game was over, remember they give you that, the free cushion? Yeah. 
and he couldn't figure out how to get it off his seat because it was tied underneath. Right. And then I did the whole effort, go to a game and can't forget to get the cushion oh, off. I boy. just watched him, didn't help him. And he's like, shut the fuck up. Good. He told me to fuck up me like four times. Good. I completely agree with him. <laughs> completely agree. You know what? You know, hey, I know we got to get out. Shut the fuck up to Draymond Green, too. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck that guy, dude. What a Spend tired the rest act. of the year. Leave him out. Leave him out. Absolutely. I'm with you. All right, that's about as much time as we need to spend. All right, we'll be back on Monday. Sunday, I can't be here. All right, yeah, we'll see everybody here Monday night. Good deal. Adios. Back to the door, I laugh so hard I-